initiated. Out of bounds. Welcome to Out of Bounds. We're here for our Super Bowl recap. It is the last episode of this NFL 2022-2023 regular season and postseason. Um, yeah, I mean, it really hasn't set in yet for me that <laughs> the NFL season is over. Um, we got a great Super Bowl out of it, though. Uh, a really classic one, I think, between the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, the Chiefs win this one 38-35, to obviously. And it was a very high-scoring game. Honestly, I can't even think of like a significant defensive play like made by either team on off the top of my head like the fumble the, oh yeah the, yeah sorry the fumble yeah the fumble is like the one and then probably like the holding play by uh james bradbury right. but um yeah just what are your initial thoughts on this uh game my initial thoughts is that going into the super bowl i didn't have a side and then Go at the end of the Super Bowl, like everything I've been saying all season just went down the drain. So that's how I feel. So I'm not, I haven't been the happiest about the Super Bowl at all. What the running quarterback thing? Running quarterback thing, and then also Chiefs not being able to win without Tyreek Hill. Everything just went out of the drain. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. No, I mean I don't know, dude. I feel like this one was kind of it. Like reminded me of that 49ers one, where, like the, that the Chiefs also won. Where, like, the 49ers kind of, like, punched them first in the mouth. But then, like, at the end, like, the Chiefs just came up with some crazy offensive plays and put this one away. Um, I mean, we can kind of go through it here. But, yeah, like, the Eagles, they came out pretty strong. Um, They scored a touchdown on the opening drive. Kansas City answered with a touchdown. Um, They did a great job running the ball. It seemed like every single quarterback sneak on, like, third and one was successful. Um and then the in the first half, like that fumble recovery for touchdown, I feel really bad for Jalen Hurts because other than that, like he had like literally probably like a perfect game. Um, that one, like he wasn't even hit. He kind of just dropped the ball. Unfortunately, it goes to Nick Bolton's hands who takes it back 36 yards for a touchdown. And uh, I don't know, looking back at it, that's literally like one of the scores that decides the game, right? But I mean, I can't really fault the Eagles offense in this one. Like if you put up 35 points, you pretty much deserve to win. Their defense, I thought, didn't do a good enough job of getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes, which is kind of what we saw the last time that the Chiefs lost. They had to get pressure on him, and they were just unable to do that. Um, no, I, I could definitely blame the Eagles' offense. I think we pointed out all season. I think we pointed out all season where the Eagles kind of have this one quarter, a quarter and a half, where they have this outburst, and then their offense can't do it. Other than that, like we're talking about a team that had twenty four points at halftime, right? And 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 honestly, they could have had like thirty-one if like Jalen Hurts kept that ball and like ran and got a touchdown on that drive. And then they only got eleven points in the second half. So I can definitely put it on the offense. I understand Steve Spagnola made uh, like good changes to the Chiefs' defense and everything, but that offense kind of like wasn't able to get it together in the second half. They, like we weren't, it was a we weren't seeing what we saw in the first half at all. Like that, like right after the first drive, they they got a field goal. That's fine. And then after the Chiefs take the lead, they they had to punt the ball. So like. That's not what we saw in the first half. In the first half, we saw touchdown, okay, punt, another touchdown, and then a, a drive where they fumbled that, that could have been a touchdown, and then another touchdown, and then a field goal. It was just more efficient in the first half. So, like, I, I'm definitely blaming the offense, like, for sure, part of it. Yeah, like, not I guess. on Hurts. They, they only punted once, though. Like, they had field Jim, goal, punt, touchdown, and then the game ended on the last drive. Yeah, I, I understand. I mean, the Chiefs, like, Chiefs did a great job of, like, keeping more time possession in the second half. But, like... You have to be able to get something going, especially after putting up 24 points in the first half. You know, like to only get a field goal in the third quarter 
and then only get eight points after that. Like for how good you've been playing in the first half, like that's I don't think it's all on Jalen Hurts, but I don't know. Maybe the offensive coordinator's mind was on Indianapolis. He seemed he clearly didn't seem like he was there to win the Super Bowl. I don't know, bro. Thirty-five points. Come on, man. That's like okay. That's that, thirty-five that's points. No, I understand, but but that's not without context. That's thirty-five points with twenty-four in the first half. That's but a why huge does that difference. Matter, though? It's one thing saying I have 35 points, but I had 17 at halftime. That's one thing. Okay, you did a good job both halves, but you already had 24 points in the first half. I mean, you played good offense in the first half, and then and you had a 10 point lead going into halftime, right? And then and then go, so I'm saying only know. being able to only being able to put 11 points in the second half versus a Chiefs team that we know is going to come back. Chiefs team that could put up numbers but just they, like yeah, that. Yeah, but they they put up 24 points in the half. I, I blame their defense more. No, 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 the defense is not like, like I'm saying that they don't go without blame, but like the offense yeah. deserves blame for sure too. Like, of course, it's the defense, but I mean, I'll give them like five, like ten percent of the blame, maybe. I would, I nah. think it's their defense and special teams, honestly, that cooked them. No, I'd say special teams like twenty percent, and I would give like defense fifty percent, and other thirty percent would be, uh, I mean, it'd be like 25-25 offense, defense. I mean, sorry, yeah. 25-25 offense, special teams, and fifty percent defense, and that's how I look at it because. I don't know. Just for a team that like has such a like a, has had a really good offense all season, just to like not be able to do anything in the second half is kind of like, you know, it's not good for me. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. In the other games, they like their defense completely shut down like the 49ers and Giants. Uh, it was just it's also the that they were it's also the Chiefs anything. though. It, I I understand you're the number one passing defense coming into this game, but you're also playing the the probably second greatest quarterback of all time and the best quarterback in the league right now. And with the Chiefs offense that's been on fire all season, you know, even without Tyreek Hill. So, like, I, I, like, I, I know they say defense wins championships, but sometimes a, de- a, a good defense is, a, like, a good offense. And we saw it in the first half. Both teams are going back and forth. The Eagles just put up better numbers in, on, on the offensive side. Even with the Chiefs not – even the Chiefs – even with the Chiefs only getting one of the touchdowns off of a turnover. So, like, the Eagles offense was grinding. I feel like you just have to keep that going, and they couldn't. So that's definitely a part of it, because like you, asking to stop Patrick Mahomes for two halves is impossible. You can stop him for one half. Even in that uh, the Chiefs Patriots game, AFC Championship four years ago, like they stopped Patrick Mahomes for the first half. It's again, it's impossible to do it for a whole game. Of course, the Chiefs like stop. They couldn't stop. They got going in the second half. But what did the Patriots do? They were able to at least put up numbers on the offensive side of the field in the second half. That's what the difference is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just I don't know. It, I mean, at least I, I from like a neutral perspective though, I thought it was like a it was just like a very entertaining game. Uh, happy it was like high scoring. Honestly, for the Super Bowl, I prefer like to have like these ones as opposed to like the low scoring defensive game. In my opinion, that's only fun if your team is in it. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I you're definitely right. I guess in some aspects, but I still would blame like more of their defense. I mean, particularly like I think like schematically they got destroyed. I think like on their last two touchdowns, like basically if you saw what they were doing, like uh like they were running those like motions pretty much, and then like the guy would do like a fake motion. They like saw like how the Eagles defense was handling the motion, then they would just do a fake motion, and the guy would be like wide open for a touchdown because like the Eagles were doing like their switch, which is like. The, the other safety like comes down and the corner like rotates the safety or something. So they got caught on that a couple of times. I feel like if they made the adjustment after that first touchdown, the Chiefs scored, 
then probably the second one it wouldn't have ended like that so it was uh, it was essentially a fake jet sweep and like ironically enough the the, the first i guess play caller slash team to actually use it this season was doug peterson like he was using with the jaguars a lot and i think annie Reed really took that from him because that, that yeah. was only that was only used in two percent of all offensive plays all season so doug peterson was one of the few that used it this season so it's kind of funny that like ex ego coach was the reason that the Eagles lost in the Zissel rule. So Yeah, yeah, that is. Um yeah, I agree. Like it was, it was all those like like those fake plays where like especially on that sec the last touchdown, I think, it was the Sky Moore, where you like you have him going one way and then you go the other way. I think the same thing with uh Kadarius Tony on the other side of the field. Yeah, pretty much. And then Kadarius Tony had that crazy that punt return was insane, man. That just like changed the whole like momentum of the game. Um because like I don't know, at that point, like they're still like I guess they're still uh well yeah they're they're still down by like uh or they're they're up by one point I guess but then like just to him just to have him like walk all the way down to like the five yard line pretty much like that made it seem almost inevitable that Kansas City was gonna score right there. Um, this is the drive. This is the drive I'm talking about. You're down one. Okay, look, you're down one. You have the ball. A three and out. Are you kidding me? A three and out after how great your offense has been all season. Like like to not yeah. even get into like. Get a first down, get into like now forget field goal and you get a first down, like at least maybe that pump wouldn't have been as bad. Maybe you pin Tony even back further. Like that's that's what I'm talking about right there. But the Chiefs, they never had a drive like that. Like there's not even when they had to okay, in the first half you could say that right there. But like for the in the second half, they 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 showed up, you know? So I don't know. That's why I blame the offense right there. Yeah. I don't know though, but it's kind of like what you say, like I don't know, it's like what you said about how you like the defense can like can't stop Patrick Mahomes, but like the offense is not gonna score like every single time, bro. Like, like there has like they have to hold like here and there. Like the, the, remember when I remember when I even questioned you when the coin toss happened. I was like, why are the Chiefs to give the ball away? Because the way you beat Patrick Mahomes is like keep the ball out of his hands. So like if I'm the Eagles, I know okay we're down one. Let's just try to keep the ball out of his hands because he's been going off in the second half. He already put up two touchdowns. Let's try to like let's try to get the ball moving, and they couldn't get anything going. Like that's how you beat the Chiefs. Don't let Mahomes get the ball, and yeah. they just keep they just, they just kept giving it back to him. Yeah, yeah. And no, bro, true. even the first drive, the, the first drive of the second half of the Eagles, seventeen plays to only for eight minutes, and to only end up with a field goal. For how good your offense has been all season, and in this game, and in the first half, like that's kind of like that's it's, it's pretty crazy to me, you know. Yeah, I mean that one only seems worse because they scored a touchdown on that first drive. Like if it was like still twenty four fourteen, and then they took that much time and just kicked the field goal, like it would have been fine. Yeah, like no one would have said anything. That they'd have been like, "Oh, that's a great drive." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I-, I think like they did a great job like running the ball, at least like with Jalen Hurts. Like Jalen Hurts, like stats are pretty insane in this game. Um. I don't know. I give him credit. At least I, I know they still lost the game, but like I give him credit for just like fighting like that. Cause I think he's like pretty much changed his perception around like the league where everyone, a lot of people definitely thought like, oh yeah, like this is, this is just a really good team. Like Jalen Hurts is just like a part of the system. But in this one, like with his passing and his rush, his rushing, at least he was kind of like carrying their offense. It felt like for a lot of times of this game. So I think like he'll have newfound respect uh, going into next season, but I don't know. Like looking into the future, it's a bit hard for the to like envision. I know the Eagles had like an amazing season, but like they're literally losing like both of their coordinators. So replacing that is gonna be difficult. Um and like those hires will make a huge difference, right? Like those 
Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon. Like those are two guys that got them to where they are. So while like they'll definitely be like a good team that'll be competitive, like just getting to the Super Bowl is not a shoe in. Um, I mean, especially after yeah. losing both your coordinators. He's definitely earned my respect, uh, Jalen Hurts this season. Like, especially that offense, like the way, like the the way that offense looked and everything. Like, like the RPO that I, I, everyone keeps falling for that. Like, this, he has definitely a lot more to grow. Like, I'm not very impressed with his rushing touchdowns per se. I'm more impressed by like that, that when they had to get two point conversion and they still decided on him to run the ball. Like stuff like that is where it impresses me because the QB sneaks that's a lot, like so that's like 80 percent on the O lineman and just J- Jalen Hurts finding a hole and that that stuff is like fine. But like just him as overall, like as a like you can't really fault him for the fumble. Like stuff like that happens. Like like you can, you can say like okay, you have to be better with the ball. But I think he more than made up for it throughout the game itself. I just wish like I wish they used uh, like Miles Sanders a lot more. Like, only getting seven carries for being like a, like a top five running back this season. Like I, I feel like they didn't run the ball enough with non Jalen Hurts. You know, so I think the Chiefs did a good job of like like being able to stop that. And like, okay, if you want to go off on the defense, we can now because of course the defense didn't step up in the second half. Which again, like they had a great first half. Like to keep Patrick Holmes with only one touchdown, really. Like that's that's, that's a great job. To yeah, hold, to they hold went ham, man. Yeah. First half, you know. So like, and this is also a team that like um, what they had like the third third most sacks in NFL history. So so that D line was great all season, and they couldn't even get to Mahomes, which I understand Mahomes did a great job of just escaping the pocket and everything, but like. Like, come on. Like, like, this is a team that's been getting after quarterbacks all season and not to be able to get to Patrick was... That's a big fall for that defense right there. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the three things that I saw that, like, that made it seem like the Chiefs were going to win the game. Yeah, that's one of them that, like, they couldn't even get, like, one sack. That that was it. That was one of them. Um, the second one was, like, I guess Patrick Mahomes getting help from his defense, like, actually scoring a touchdown. Um, on that fumble recovery, and then also like getting special teams help with Kadarius Tony returning that punt. Like, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes is way too good of a player. Like, normally he has to shoulder the load by himself. Like, normally his defense doesn't step up like that. Normally he doesn't get like you know insane special teams help with Harrison Bucker also becoming a little bit worse. But like just the fact that he got help in those aspects of the game like made it like it's pretty hard to get all of that going for the Chiefs and like have them lose the game. Um, but it still came back down to like like the very end, right? Um, like I guess I don't know. How do you feel about that uh, holding call on James Bradbury? It's the I don't know if it's the right call, but like I, I, okay, I mean, what's the rules? You can't hold in the first five. I mean, like you're allowed to do whatever you want in the first five yards, correct? Yeah, but I think it's a bit like different in this case because like he like. He like bro- like he like started his route and like James Bradbury didn't really touch him and then he broke like back outside for his route and then James Bar- Bradbury grabbed him. I feel then like it's, it's like right in that call. first go, huh? It's the it's the right call. It's the right call. I have no issue with it at all. Like it was on, yeah. it was on James Bradbury. Like it, I, it's the same thing where we're questioning that that Joseph Osai uh, hit in the Bengals game. Like it's like the refs can't make the call then. But again, it, it's the right call. Like. I don't know. I'm not on the side. I know a lot of people are like, oh, like you you have to hold your whistle there. Like, no, like like they made the mistake. Like you deserve the call. Like how many games, not even just in NFL, just in basketball or whatever sport, it's just decided on a ref's call at the end of the game. Like they did the, they did, they, they fouled the player, quote unquote. I, I would, it's, I understand one side if it's like it wasn't a penalty. That's that's one thing. But Joseph Osai did push uh, Patrick Mahomes out of bounds. It was bounds. a clear penalty in Miami. That one was yeah, clear yeah. as hell. 
Yeah, and, and and at the same time, this is a clear penalty too. If James Bradbury even admitted it, like he was holding him, like and you're saying right after he broke for yeah. the route, even though he like it wasn't within five yards, like it was a penalty. I think you have to make the call then, like it's because because how many remember the um or three years ago the Ram Saints uh championship game? Like, yeah, no, they didn't make the call. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, this that, one wasn't year. as blatant though, which is why like I see like the other side of it too. Like this one was not that blatant. It wasn't like a blatant hold. I, and, and, and even so, like, I'm glad all the Eagles players, like, even acknowledge it. Because, like, even in both situations, the Rams-Saints championship game and the Super Bowl, it doesn't come down to that one play. Like, the Saints and the Eagles did not lose because of that one call. They The, the Eagles lost because their defense struggled to show up in the second half. And their offense struggled in the second half as well. You know, that's why, that's why they didn't show up. And Jalen Hurst's fumble. And not using Miles Sanders enough in this, in, in, in this game. That's why they lost. They didn't lose because of James Bradbury's holding. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that was the also like I don't know. I think part of me that like made me like a little bit more upset at the cause. I didn't think that he could have caught that ball. Like I don't think he's gonna catch that ball regardless. How many PIs do we see where like it's just, a player could usually not even catch the ball and they give it to him? Nah, like, it yeah, I guess that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, that is supposed to be one of the factors in like deciding PI though. But and then okay, I, it's not even like if it, it was fourth down and the Chiefs don't even get the ball back, like. The Chiefs get the field goal with what one forty-five left instead of uh, ten seconds. Given how the Eagles' offense has been playing all second half, I still think the Chiefs win that game. Like, yeah, maybe they get that. Maybe they get down for a field goal. Like, yeah, but like th- that, the Eagles were not getting anything in done in the second half except that like last like drive. But for the most part, like they were struggling, man. Like, I still think like it, I'd say seventy percent chance. If that field goal goes in with 145, I still think the Chiefs have a good chance. And even so, like we're in a situation where maybe the Eagles tie it up too quickly. Patrick Mahomes only needs 11 seconds. We've seen it before. So Yeah, that's true. I will say, like, for Jalen Hurts, like, I think he needs to start stepping into pressure, like, instead of rolling out every time. Because, like, this is similar to where, like, what what Kyler does. Because, like, not in the sense of, like, Kyler's, like, like, receivers are just confused as to where he's going and what he's doing. But, like, the problem, the problem I have with these running quarterbacks in general is because, like, you can only roll out so much to where it's kind of, like, pointless. It just kind of, like, all the rolling out you're doing, because, because a ball is faster than your legs. So you have to roll out and then make up the yards for the line of scrimmage and then make up the extra yards to, like, you know, get yards going down the field. So, like, after a while and always doing this continuous, continuously, one, the defense catches on, and two, over the years goes on. Like, it's easier to game plan around that. So at at a certain point, when why do like why why do we like um, praise like guys like Joe Burrow and obviously Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes? Because when pressure is there, they step up into it. They don't try to avoid it, and that's kind of where the difference is. And that's why these guys win Super Bowls all the time. That's why running quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls, be- and pocket passers do because they know how to deal with the pressure instead of running away from it. So I do think that's one thing he needs to work on in the future. And like I'm, I'm that's a, that's that's not that's not just him. That's guys like Josh Allen. That's guys like Lamar Jackson. That's everyone, you know. But like, Jalen Hurts has a head start. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That's a good point. Yeah, there were a lot of times where he rolled out. Like he avoids sacks, but I don't think he like really gave his receivers an opportunity to. Like it's like really hard for the receiver to like make a play like back towards the ball if he's like rolling out to a certain direction, because it depends on like what route you're running to and all that other stuff. So, yeah, um, if you give the receiver like an extra second. Just by you stepping up into the pressure, then he's gonna make that play and catch it. You can make that throw, but you rolling out, like you said, that that changes the whole route. Now these guys are in scramble mode, 
So whatever route they were just running, they're, they're trying to look for you. But when pressure happens, the receiver's still in his route. Step up a little bit, you know. Like it's coming from the it's coming from the outside. So usually the middle is pretty pretty much wide open for the most part. Step into it wherever you need to get to and make that play. And like that's the difference between winning a Super Bowl most times than not. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We could talk a little bit more about the Chiefs. I mean, this whole season by like Patrick Mahomes has been kind of insane. Um, just for him to come out like 21, he didn't have that many yards, 21 for 27, 182 yards, three touchdowns. But I don't know, this performance, especially on his, like his bum ankle, just makes it seem like even more insane. So I don't know, man, credit to him. Um, I feel like he did a great job, but uh, even in this game, like it seemed like he was healthy the first uh, half. And I think it was like towards the second quarter or whatever, his ankle got rolled on again. He looked like he was in pain. But he still came out in the second half, like toughed it out and still gave like a really good performance. I don't know, man. His career, like five years in, is like ridiculous, I would say. Um, like probably him getting the greatest of all time will be like very difficult, obviously, with Tom Brady, but you could make you could probably like legitimately have a case for him to be like best of all time, like soon enough, I think. I mean, I think five rings is probably enough to where you can start having that question of like better than Brady. You know, because yeah, like I know Brady has done more in his first couple of years, but like I don't know, just obviously like talent wise, we think we could say Mahomes is just better. He's just more versatile. He has the legs. He has just like those ridiculous throws, and you know, like and and his IQ is just getting there as as the age goes on. So it's just like he's always he's always kind of had that, but it's more about the success and the winning and stuff like that. But the difference here is like. With Brady is no matter what happened, like he had his little fun in the beginning. Guys left, guys came in, like they couldn't afford some guys. Stuff like that happened. They had their chances with the two years with the Giants. They should have won those years, whatever. So again, that was the second era. And the third era, new guys came in. So it's all about like like being able to afford these guys because that's the thing with like uh, Kansas City. The fact that they were able to let Tyreek Hill go like, that was one thing that was always holding them back. We're always like, okay, can they pay these guys? Can they pay these guys? We're going to need these guys to win a Super Bowl. Now that he's proven it and they've proven it, they don't need to pay a guy like Tyreek Hill to win a Super Bowl. They've done it with, obviously, like, I, I know Travis Kelsey's a cheat code, but they've won it, They've done it with pretty much no names. Like, we're talking about Juju, who was probably out of the league if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes. Jarek McKinnon, <laughs> who's like, what, like, he he's like those gadget guys. He's basically like the Walmart Robert Woods. I mean, he's he's great, but like he's not he's not you know he's not a top tier receiver. Justin Watson, who like he barely gets playing time. You know, Kadarius Tony, who they stole from the from the Giants, and he he hasn't been that used much this season. And Sky Moore, who's basically just like the six string cornerback they just throw in there. So like he's not the six string cornerback. I don't know, but if I just look at him, he just looks like a cornerback to me. I don't know. It just bothers me. But yeah, and like an MVS who's like they use at times. So I'm saying he has no one and he keeps doing it. So they've proven that they don't need a big name guy to do it. So that was the issue when everyone said, okay, Mahomes got this $500 million contract, but he can't do it because he's not going to have the guys. I mean, he's, he just proved it with, like doing with without anyone. So for sure, I think he's on a trajectory of like the Brady path. For sure. Um, nah, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't know. I would say, like, it's his, like, talent alone is, like, incredible. But I guess with the Patriots, like, you always knew, like, their defense and the rest of their team would be stable. So, like, it was, like, you felt, like, more assured that the Patriots were going to do it again just because of, like, the stability that they had on those sides of the ball. Like, their defense and special teams is always solid. 
and you're like, all right, like they have Brady on offense, like he's steady, like he'll figure it out. But with them, like I, with the Chiefs right now, I guess that's the only question, right? Like defense and special teams could be like is like variable. And like in this game and this Super Bowl run, they had like a, a they did a pretty good job on that side. So, I mean, for them, like winning Super Bowls is just how can we get better on that side? Because I think obviously Patrick Mahomes will give you like a championship level offense every time. Um, I guess the only knock also would be like. Like Brady at 27 years old had three rings, and like Mahomes has two, and like we're assuming Mahomes is not going to play until he's 41, and have issues with Brittany Mahomes trying to you know, like trying to not retire. So like we're assuming all that's <laughs> not going to happen, stuff like that, right? So like it is going to be very hard to get seven rings, even six, you know, like five. I think is definitely on the table, right? So I think at five you can start asking that question, you know, and you can't even make that argument like, oh, he played with such great players, like, you know, like like Tom Brady played with Gronk, but like Mahomes played with Kelsey, and that's pretty much it. You know, Kelsey, Terry Kill, and that's pretty much it. You know, so... yeah, And, I mean, saying all that, like, like Travis Kelsey deserves, like, his recognition, man. Like, second all-time in career post-down, I mean, postseason touchdowns is insane. Like, uh, he, he already passed, I, I think only Jerry Rice, right? He's number one. Like, He's definitely the best receiving tight end of all time. I think maybe Tony Gonzalez was probably up there, but I think Travis Kelsey definitely passed him this season. Like, yeah. just, it's crazy because teams know you're the number one guy. And usually it's like, even if you're a receiver, like being number one guy, you can still, like, still make the catches and plays. But being the number one guy as a tight end, so knowing you have to block, which he's not good at, but at least, like, knowing you have to block and still being a threat on the field is insane. Because because like defenses know that this is this is the only guy that's gonna they're gonna throw to, and he's slower, so we should be able to guard him, and they still can't do it. And like just the stuff he does, just the routes he runs, is just crazy. Yeah, I agree. He's been insane uh, this play, this postseason. His career, like like he played with Alex Smith, who I guess was like what top fifteen quarterback at, at the time. Um, and then like obviously like that's Patrick Mahomes, so like he's had a great career, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, do you have anything else? Uh... Yeah, I think you're trying to project, like, in the future. I mean, usually teams that, like, what, they have the Super Bowl hangover. Like, I know the Bengals kind of struggled out the gate last oh, season yeah. after losing the Super Bowl. And, like, I don't know, the Rams are, like, the whole different story. But, like, honestly, like, the Chiefs, like, this is before free agency and the draft and everything. The Chiefs, you're probably going to be the favorite. Not probably. You're going to be the favorite to win the division again. Like, what, the Broncos have Sean Payton. I don't think that's enough to, like, you know, take you out of your throne. Chargers, they're the Chargers, you know. And uh, it's the Raiders. You don't need, They don't have a quarterback. They don't have all this stuff, you know. So, yeah. like, they're, they're, they're probably drafting a rookie or something, getting a better So, I, I mean, they're very much comfortable in the in the in in that division. And, like, there's there's no reason to question that they're going to repeat when if healthy. You know, and like Kelsey's still gonna be there. Whatever moves they make, like I think honestly, uh, just get get some corners, get some corners, get some help in that secondary. You know, maybe have another guy in that in that in that front seven. But I mean, I think they're pretty much fine, and maybe a couple other receivers. But like like we see, like we said, Mahomes can pretty much work with anything, and like just prioritize Mahomes' health. That's like the number one thing. If you have him, you like it's all you good. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah, we're no, you're right. But then, on the Eagles side, though, like, or if you're an Eagles fan, honestly, I think you're really only worried about maybe the Giants. But, like, you, this is the team that you've been dominating 
in the All division. Season. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, Giants. yeah. Because like, who knows what's happening? They would with have the to make a move that would make you like too scared of them, though. I don't think like as of, as of right now, I don't know why yeah. you would still be scared of them. Exactly, but but like, how much do we really trust in the Cowboys? Because the Cowboys might be like a good team for the regular season. That's fine. Maybe they'll win 11, 12 games. But like, I don't know. They have a lot of things going on with just the the contract situation and like if Dak really is that guy. So who knows? But like, I think both of these teams are gonna be. Very comfortable as of this point, like heading into that season, next season, and their division. I don't think they're like they should be. They should be losing the division next year. Yeah, I agree. No, they shouldn't be losing. Yeah, they they should How... be the yeah. I mean, from the NFC, like you would probably still like either them or the 49ers are probably still the favorites, right? It's either them or the Niners. To no, make the, it the, out the, and... the Eagles are more likely to make it to the rule because of Again. the conferences they're in. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, the yeah. Chiefs. yeah, yeah, the, because. Because even if, let's say if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, right? Now Aaron Rodgers is in the AFC. Like the Chiefs yeah. have so much to play with. And again, they're probably going to just destroy everyone, you know, and prove us wrong again, you know? Plus, so, like, but, I don't know. I would view like Josh Allen and like, or not, probably not Josh Allen, but like Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Like, like I don't think the who, like, what team like that could rival the, what quarterback like that can rival the Eagles? I guess I don't even know. On the NFC side, because like, like it's, it's yeah, yeah, like what what quarterbacks in the NFC? Honestly, if Aaron Rodgers yeah. leaves, there's no one. There's no. Yeah, one. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Then like Tom Brady retired too now, so it's guys like Dak and Kirk Cousins who are on that like I can trust you one day and I can't trust the next day kind of like tier. So it's like really their only threats, you know. And I don't know if anyone's rumored to go to the NFC side yet. You know, and you're not scared of like a Geno Smith. The South has like no quarterback that you're worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not worried about like Geno Smith or like, I mean, Brock Purdy. It's only the Niners, bro. It's only the Niners that are like their competition. But that's not even a quarterback. That's just like the team itself. Yeah. Just the team itself. Yeah. It's not the quarterback. Yeah. We need to acknowledge like the Niners need to shut up, man. This is ridiculous. Like, like, (laughs) how many times do teams get injured and lose because of injuries? Like, I, 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 they're, they're being so sorry about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't really like that. Uh, how would you uh fix the Eagles though? Like, what did they? What what else do they need to get better? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think they did anything wrong this season. <laughs> like, like I don't think there's anything like they have to do really. I mean, the thing that's gonna suck for them though is they have a ton of uh impending like free agents, and then yeah. like with your like coordinators going elsewhere like that like that could be like a lure for those players to leave like it doesn't matter like how good they are but like it's it's hard to like retain like all the members of like a super bowl winning or super bowl a team that makes a super bowl even right so like they'll have a the core of the team will be the same but they'll have like slightly new makeup next year I mean, I guess the only thing you just have to hope these guys develop. Like, you hope, like, Jalen Hurts gets better as a quarterback. You know, yeah. like, he learns to handle pressure better. And, like, Devontae Smith's still pretty young. So, like, of course, just develop of him, him. Dallas God has been great for you. Like, I, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, a roster a roster itself, they're, like, pretty much perfect, you know, at every position. I mean, there's not much they can really improve on. Like, their secondary was obviously the number one pass defense all, all season. Their their uh, their front seven was, like, had the most sacks, and third, third most sacks in NFL history. So, obviously, yeah. defensive side, they've been pretty good, you know. So, like, yeah, like the, the losing the coordinators are going to hurt. So, I would say, like, try to get more talent to try to, like, combat the loss of the coordinators, you know. And, 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard because like when you're like pretty much perfect, but you just run into like a great, a, the, one of the greats of all time. You know, you, you ran into a Hall of Fame player and like you can't do much, nothing much about that. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. They, I think they just got to continue on their path. Like they got to not be like uh, like unmotivated. Uh, like they have all the talent to be competitive in the NFC. So it's more just about the mental uh, and just like being resilient. I mean, and hire, dude, their coordinators that they hire is probably the most important thing for them. Like just hire like good coordinators to replace those two. Like, I don't know if it's, it's probably most likely going to be like promoting guys who are already on their staff, right? Uh, most likely, at least for one of them. But like whoever though, like that, like whoever they hire for those positions, I think is the most important thing for them. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you because I mean it's, it's huge losses. Where where is the defensive coordinator going? Arizona. He's he's their head coach. Yeah, they just like confirmed it today. Yeah. So the Cardinals and Colts. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. Damn. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I think that's about all I have on this game. What about you? You have anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to eat my words, man. Like, I mean, both of us do. Like, <laughs> I don't think either either of us thought about the Chiefs, bro. Like, this is yeah. We crazy. both had the Eagles going into it. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm saying not even that. Just like us doubting them all season about like them not being able to get here and win it all with Tyreek without Tyreek Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like no, I, I mean, generally... yeah, I don't know. I should have. I guess I don't know. I thought like the Bengals make it like two years in a row. I think it's you had that too, right? But I like looking back on it, that that seems kind of unlikely, right? Unless, no, but it's, but like it's not Chiefs. even that. It's not about the Bengals making it two years in a row. It's just like at a certain point, you just think that you need a, like a top tier guy to like you know like yeah, top tier wide receiver, yeah, win games, right? But I guess like Mahomes is entering that like Brady kind of like phase where like he can do it with pretty much anyone. Yeah, right? that's true. So like and, and like I I didn't think he was ready for that. I think he was just I think I thought he was a little too early for that. I think he I thought he needed a couple more years, a couple more years in the league. But he proved it to, to us all that either like Travis Kelsey is just so so good, or like I can do anything with anyone. Yeah, yeah, weird. And and, and I mean I the, I mean props to Juju, bro. He stepped up like for having like a yeah. In the second half, year. he went crazy. Yeah, like seven catches. I know it's only fifty yards, but just being able to make the plays, get the like, like move the the drive down the field. Like, it was he converted huge, like know? all the first downs. It felt like in the second half. Yeah, and like Andy Reid is just a genius, man. Like he's definitely on his way to be a Hall of Fame head coach, and just it, it must have felt really good for him just to be like just to get revenge on the team that fired him or that got rid of him. You know, that must yeah, be really nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess uh, before we get off, uh, I'll just say the the winners of the 2022-2023 awards. Um, so the MVP, Patrick Mahomes, Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, Brian Dable won Coach of the Year, um, D'Amico Ryans got Assistant Coach of the Year, Geno Smith got Comeback Player, uh, Garrett Wilson got Offensive Rookie, Sauce Gardner got Defensive Rookie, and Dak Prescott wins the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Um just a quick recap, just because we did uh, predict that on the last uh, podcast we had about the NFL. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much does it. Uh, I would say uh, to anyone who's been with us for uh, listening throughout this NFL season, thank you for listening. Um, it's wild that we actually completed one full season. Um, I guess going forward, we'll probably not have as much content just because it's kind of in like a weird spot with the NFL season being over. And like, I don't know, NBA, there's not enough stuff going on weekly. 
Um, so we'll probably do podcasts like every two or three weeks or something. Uh, once there's like, you know, more stuff that happens in the NBA for us to talk about. Um, but yeah, that does it for this NFL season. And we're not uh, going to have an NFL podcast until like end of August. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna that is seven months. I mean, probably like a free agency recap, but oh yeah, yeah. Wait, isn't the uh, there's the uh, free agency next month, right? Oh yeah, we could definitely yeah, like we could do like a free agency and draft recap or preview or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, we'll start something. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, (laughs) but it won't be like NFL action for a long time. Um, but anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, We'll talk to you guys later.